I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, January 25th, and I hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM, also on the radio app, which is our online station. And then those that are joining us today on the podcast, we welcome you. Uh, those who are tuning in on Facebook uh, and or YouTube, we are glad to have you. Uh, both of those uh, videos, of course, we can do video and audio on those, but both of those are good. I think one of the uh, uh, added benefits of Facebook is that you can comment. And of course, I like to try to look at those uh, during the song. I try not to look at those when I'm um, talking or when I'm giving the lesson because I'm afraid I'll be too easily distracted. Uh, I don't know if that ever happens to you, but it's hard for me to do two things at one time. Uh, my wife can do many things at one time. I cannot. And so if I'm trying to do something else while she's talking to me, that's usually a problem. I need to stop what I'm doing and I need to listen. And so I'm trying on this broadcast, I'm trying to focus on you, the listener, uh, so I don't get too distracted with other things. But we're so glad that you're with us today. And thank you for uh, joining us on this Thursday. We had a great service last night. I told you about Brother Zach Campbell. He's one of our missionaries and he's engaged to uh, Michaela Oxidine, who is our school receptionist and our uh, uh, administrative assistant over there. And Brother Zach did a great job preaching last night. We're excited. Uh, Zach and Michaela are getting married in March and they'll be serving the Lord uh, with Brother Zach's ministry. It's a ministry to college campuses around the country. And uh, he goes to these different college campuses but specifically, he'll go to local churches and he'll help the church get a Bible study started on that local college campus so that that ministry can continue even when he's gone. And uh, he does such a good job with that and uh, they've, they've helped many um, uh, churches get those on-campus ministries started. And uh, what a mission field too. And I, you've heard it before. If you've got students or if you've got friends or family members that have been on our college campuses, uh, we, we cannot forsake uh, that uh, group of people. We have got to reach our young people on our college campuses with the gospel. And so I'm excited for Brother Zach and uh, Miss Michaela. I hope you pray for them. Uh, but we had a good service last night. We had yesterday, I was just telling Brother David, uh, he's in here with me today. Brother Nathan stopped by a few minutes ago. And uh, we had two of our students that trusted Christ as Savior yesterday afternoon at the school. So praise God for that. And we had a young lady that got saved last night in our Master Club program. And so I thank God for all these things. And uh, God is so good to us. And that's, that's why we do what we do, uh, to see folks come to know Christ as Savior. And then for those that are saved, now we want to see them grow. First step is baptism. And then after you get baptized, we want to see, uh, see you grow by being uh, in your Bible, Bible reading and prayer, uh, being a witness, coming to church, being involved, and, and seeing God help you uh, in every area of life. And I'm thankful that we can live the Christian life. We talk about it on this broadcast. Uh, we want to live on the winning side. Uh, that, that's the victorious Christian life. 
uh, that God has planned for His people. And uh, I hope this broadcast is a help and a blessing to you. I'm thankful for it, and I'm thankful for you tuning in. I want to say a happy birthday today to Miss Betty Babb. And uh, Miss Betty, I thank the Lord for you and Brother Ronnie. You folks are a blessing, and uh, we pray for you, and we thank the Lord for you and your faithfulness for all these years. And even now, as you both are dealing with some health issues, uh, but we're thankful for your encouragement. We pray that God will bless you on your birthday. Let's pray today for our church, uh, our school. Pray for all of our missionaries. Let's pray for our ministries. Pray for our members. Uh, pray for our country, and let's pray for one another. We're going to go to a song. Here's a great song by a teen choir. I think you'll enjoy this song. It's called The Last Blood. I'll talk about the song after it's done, but uh, we'll also get into our Bible study right after this song.
Hey man, I love that song, uh, The Last Blood. And you know, I, I always try to, uh, songs like that, I'll try to say a word about it. Um, kind of reminds me of that song, The Lighthouse, you know, that it's maybe hard for us to understand, uh, you know, especially, you know, back in the day when those ships would come in along the coast and that lighthouse was the only thing that could, could get them in during a storm or during darkness or whatever. And we don't necessarily relate to that today, but yet that song is so powerful, especially when it says, you know, Jesus is the lighthouse uh, from the rocks of sin and all that. But this song, The Last Blood, is so powerful because think about this for the children of Israel. All of those years, thousands of years, uh, that they were under the Old Testament law that Moses gave with the sacrifices. By the way, the sacrifices go back before Moses. Uh, the sacrifices go back to Abraham. The sacrifices even go back to Adam and Eve in the garden where because of their sin, an animal had to be killed and then those animal skins were used as a covering for them for their sin. But think about all those years and all those animals and all those sacrifices and all those lambs that had to be brought to the temple year after year after year. And then finally, when Jesus Christ came on the scene and John the Baptist prophetically said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. And when Jesus shed his blood on the cross, that was the last blood that would ever have to be shed for sin. There's no more blood of animals, no more blood of bulls or of goats or of lambs. None of that is necessary because Jesus' blood is the blood that saves us from sin. And there is power in the blood. And I understand maybe today even we think, well, that kind of sounds gruesome or that sounds whatever. And I understand all that. But that's what the Bible says, and I don't ever want to get away from that. We need to teach our children uh, the importance of that. Uh, Jesus had to die, and not just die a natural death, or not just die a death of uh, being strangled or what. No, no, no. It had to be a death where his blood was shed. And indeed, his blood was shed, and uh, his blood cleanses us from all sin. I thank God for that. A great song. Uh, during the song, I, I saw a note, Brother Suit. Thank you for your comment. You and your wife are watching, and uh, you made the comment. You said, praying for you, and you sound better today. Thank you for encouraging me. I feel better. I, I feel like I've got a little bit more of my voice back, and uh, I appreciate that. When I first read the comment, I thought it said, you look better today. And boy, I was really getting swelled up with pride. But then I read it again, and it said, you sound better. So I appreciate that. Um, thank you, Judy, for tuning in and watching. Uh, Miss, Mrs. Reyes, thank you for watching. By the way, I mentioned yesterday that I thought it was warmer in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina than it was in Santa Clara, California. My uncle Jim, who lives in uh, Rockford, Illinois, he sent me a screenshot of Santa Clara. And I hate to say it, but for once, I think we had you beat yesterday. And uh, again, today, it's just so warm and just so beautiful. It's, it's a little rainy. I don't mean to make it sound like it's sunshine. And, you know, we're, we're not like on the beach or anything in Hawaii. Uh, but I love this weather, and it's been such a blessing. Uh, thank you so much uh, for tuning in, Mrs. Reyes. And uh, you said you love the song. I do, too. That was such a blessing. That was a teen choir singing uh, that song, The Last Blood. And that's the last blood we'll ever need. I want you to notice Jeremiah chapter 1. We have seen in Jeremiah's life so far, introduction, we've seen the compassion. We've seen his country, his call. God called him to be a preacher. And then we saw Jeremiah's concern. And then lastly, well, at least for today, I'll, I'll give you more thoughts tomorrow. But for today, we have seen his consolation. We saw yesterday that God is the one that sent Jeremiah. Uh, the Lord said unto me, 
Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Uh, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. And we see that Jeremiah had authority from God. God touched his mouth, just like God had touched uh, the mouth of Isaiah, just like God had touched the mouth of Moses. And then you get to Daniel chapter 10, and Daniel says, There was a, a hand that touched me, and a voice that said, Fear not. And Daniel said that the, uh, the, 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 the power of God, the angel of God, touched his lips. Uh, Ezra and Nehemiah, they talk about having the, the hand of God upon them, the touch of God upon them. And oh, how we need today, we need the touch of God, not just in preaching. We need the touch of God in our living. Uh, We need the touch of God uh, in our words. We need the touch of God in our attitude. We need the touch of God uh, for for those things that are beyond us that we cannot do, but God certainly can. God said he put his words in Jeremiah's mouth. And I'm glad that today we still have the word of God. I'm glad that we have the Bible, that it is uh, given by inspiration of God. It is inspired. It is God-breathed. The Word of God is preserved. Now, thou shalt keep them, O Lord. Thou shalt preserve them from this generation and forever. I'm glad that the Bible doesn't have any errors. It is inerrant. It is without error. Uh, It is infallible. Uh, It it cannot fall. It cannot fail because it's not my word. It's not your word. It is God's word. And God is true. And let every man be a liar, but God is true. We see God's authority in verse 10. God says to Jeremiah, see, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms. That's amazing. Jeremiah was not a king. He was not a a, a ruler. He was not a general. He was not a soldier. But yet God says, I've set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. We see that Jeremiah was given authority from God over the nations. Here's what he would do. He would proclaim and pronounce the judgment of God upon these nations. That's where he says that he'll root out. He'll pull down. He'll destroy. He will throw down. He'll tear in pieces the nation. That was the the judgment of God. That was the wrath of God upon these nations because of their sin. May I remind you that God gave Jeremiah here six descriptions of his ministry. Four were negative and two were positive. Uh, By the way, in the New Testament, the Bible says as preachers, we are to reprove rebuke and exhort. Uh, There's really that same ratio there. Uh, Here we have uh, uh, six to two, and then in the New Testament, you have three to one, uh, uh, excuse me, two to one, but you have that ratio there of of judgment, and and, and preaching is not all positive. Preaching is not all patting us on the back. We need the truth of the Word of God, and sometimes it's going to step on our toes. Sometimes that's going to point out our error, but we see that Jeremiah delivered the message of judgment upon these nations and upon Judah, but he never lost the tear in his eye. Here's what's so important. Jeremiah didn't preach judgment with delight. He didn't preach judgment and say, oh, I love telling them how bad they are. No, no, no. He did it with compassion. He did it with a burden. He didn't rejoice over the punishment that God had, uh, had, had given to his people, but he was broken. And as we preach the truth of the Word of God, and as we study the Word of God, and as we see what's coming, 
uh, in the uh, in the in the uh, book of Revelation, the the the, the judgments that are poured out. Uh, as Christians, we should never be feeling like, oh, I'm glad they're getting what they've got coming to them. No, except for the grace of God, that could be us, and that should be us. But may we be broken. May we have tears. May we have compassion. Uh, may, we, may we be burdened for the lost to reach them while we still can and to warn them while they still have opportunity to turn to God. Uh, that's Jeremiah. That was his mission. And may that be our mission as well. I hope you have a good day. Tomorrow, we'll pick up in verse number 11. I think you'll enjoy getting to see another part of Jeremiah chapter 1 and what God had for Jeremiah's life. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today. And we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.